I gotta tell you right now that uh, slurring is gonna be is gonna be a severe problem for me this episode. I'm gonna have a hard time articulating like we typically try to practice. So. <laughs> <laughs> guys uh this is your friend paul messman uh as you should expect if you're a regular listener i am freaking drunk right now and i believe zach is also uh this is episode 23 of not all bad your favorite podcast i hope uh and we're both pretty drunk uh we've we've been talking a bit before this started and it's been full of a lot of giggles a little a lot of ha-has uh it's been it's been a good time and we're excited for y'all to be included in this laughter. Uh, hopefully, it's actually funny. This once we're recording, um, because we have been drinking the alcohols, and we are ready to entertain you. We've been preparing. We have normal rants as always, and we also have. You can look forward to rapid fire rants. Submitted by fans and coerced friends uh, coming up in the middle of this podcast. So you have that to look forward to as well. I can't I can't wait for editing this where I'm going to go through the audio that we've recorded. And I'm going to think probably every other second just how goddamn stupid that we sounded. And like the, I'm just going to regret every sentence I'm going to say today. But that's what episode 23 is all about. Like Paul said, we announced this, uh, I think, on episode 20 that... It was about time that we actually locked down the the date and time of our drunk episode, and, and you've arrived. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is it. So <laughs> you're going to have to forgive us. Uh, we typically tried to espouse uh, articulation as a feature of our audio quality, but you're going to get... Uh, <laughs> You're going to get some extreme slurring today. I, I hate to warn you. But, oh, for uh, sure. Yeah, be, be on the lookout for that. And, and, and in fact, there was an example right there because it sounded like I said just be on the lookout and it was in one <laughs> word. So uh, oh, that's yeah. kind of the efficiency that we're running here because uh, I think actually this might be a long episode, Paul. What do you think about that? I, I feel like we have a lot to get through today. I'm excited for it to be a long episode. Just to be clear, we usually drink like a little bit, like maybe we have a drink or two before the a podcast starts. Just to loosen the nerves, right? Uh, grease out the conversation. Or Sorry, whatever. loosen the nerves is an expression. I will not allow you to say grease out the conversation on my show. <laughs> I ought to censor that. Feel free to censor it. Uh, I'm going to say whatever I want today because I don't care. There will be a lot uh, of censorship. You're right. Yeah, th- it's, it's worth mentioning. Uh, normally, we're like, we have like a drink or two to just break the ice Uh pierce the frozen water uh that was fr- <laughs> that was freaking dumb i'm gonna admit right now um, and <laughs> today we have we have blown all out we have uh <laughs> blown <laughs> all out paul said it first everybody thanks for listening we have blown all out um do you want me to just like take the reins from you and just end the intro 
Uh, let me just say one more thing. Okay. <laughs> just, just please enjoy the show. <laughs> God, we're we're, f- we're f- begging you here. Please just enjoy the show. It's all we want. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode twenty-three of Not All Bad, and I'm your host, Zach Andrews. This is Paul Michael Messman. If this is your first time listening to the show, um, we apologize. Yeah, so I feel like we apologize every time we do this little bit where we say, hey, if this is the first time listening to the show, we're sorry, but here it is again. We are sorry, uh, but the show is going to work like this. So uh, Paul and I will each take a turn ranting uh, negatively about a topic, something that's made us mad in the last couple of weeks. Usually, we'll begin the next segment by drawing a random topic from a hat and ranting on that. But this week, we're doing something a little bit special. We had a bunch of people that, like Paul said, were coerced into sending us (laughs) ideas. And we're just going to try to do a lightning round and rant on those as quickly as possible. So that's going to take the place of the random rant this week. And then he and I will end the show on ranting about something. Instead of being angry about it, though, we're going to rant about something that makes us happy. So that's how the show usually goes down. Um, Paul, where can they find us on the internet? Oh, boy. They can find us at... Oh, I just burped. Oh, Um, boy! They can find us at... uh, Well, you can always email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Good start. I believe on Twitter you can find us at notallbad. Is there a show? So, so the email is not all bad show at gmail.com and the Twitter is not also not all bad show. Ah, there it is. Very close. <laughs> Should have known. Yeah, I don't know how I expect our fans to find us if I can't freaking find us just off the top of my head. So I do this every freaking week. So not all bad is available on Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and we would love it. If you uh, left a rating in review on iTunes, although if this is your first episode, please listen to a couple others before you leave that review because <laughs> uh, we don't really want to see the negative attention. Be- I, the show won't get any better, but maybe you'll have a better impression. I don't know. Just, again, like we always say, leave a five-star rating and then just absolutely dunk on us in the review. That's okay We would me. love that. Yes. I, in, fact, in fact, a very mean review... As long as you give us five stars, I'm good with a mean review. That's that's good with me. Oh, me too. For sure. Um, I know that uh, you probably aren't <clears throat> interested, but if you are, you can email notallbadshow at gmail.com with your name. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, episode 22, just the very previous episode to this one, had our first guest, Alex. So, Alex, thank you for joining us. That was you a fun can, episode. It was a fun episode, and if you want to have more fun, you can email notallbadshow at gmail.com to be the second or third or fourth or fifth guest on the show. We'd love to have you. You don't have to have any rant topics prepared, but if you do, that's great. Just let us know. We, we're happy to have you. Um, Paul, are you are you ready to get out of the uh, random rant? Uh, sorry, the the... God, I'm like three steps ahead right now. Are you ready to get out of the intro section and move to the prepared rant section? Oh, you bet I am. 
All right. Well, uh, do you know who should go first this time? Because I definitely don't. For <laughs> I have literally no idea, but I'll, I'll go first if you want me to. I think you should. Go okay. first, yes. <clears throat> Zach, what the f*** is up with bugs? I... <laughs> I don't I don't like <laughs> bugs. They're getting all up in your business. I don't I don't know what their deal is, but what I do know <laughs> is that bugs are everywhere and I don't like them having their own lives outside of our our society. Just like So you would rather bugs have a life inside of our society as like what the mayor and the fire department? <laughs> what are you talking about? What <laughs> there's <laughs> No promises on this being coherent, but here here's a few examples <laughs> of bugs invading my space, and I I don't I don't like it. Um, so for one, at my office we we pretty frequently have cockroaches, and I I don't oh, believe it's our fault. Geez. We don't have like food sitting out, but we'll just find like cockroaches up on on their backs, acting like they're dead. But then if you touch them, they wiggle around and and suddenly they're alive. You gotta sm- you gotta smash them with your little foot, because we freaking hate cockroaches because they're evil insects. And on- so I mean honestly, so I share a wall with a restaurant, and that this speaks very poorly of this restaurant because through the wall we share is where all the cockroaches enter. Oh my god! And so it's it's really unfortunate for that restaurant. Apparently they have a huge uh, cockroach uh, problem. It's a sushi restaurant in Fort Worth. Good luck figuring out which one it is. I told one of my friends which I one it was. I appreciate uh, He was very disappointed because he goes there all the time. <laughs> I appreciate that you didn't. Uh, I'm not trying to out anybody on the air. This isn't like the tea spilling session. So just be wary of the of the sushi restaurants you eat at in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. That is, that's, that's specific enough for me. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. I'm just here to warn y'all about sushi. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't like that cockroaches just like to come in, come into my space. One time I was on my computer and one crawled across my hand while I was holding the mouse. And it was gross as hell. And I did not like it at all. And and so what I'm saying is these, these bugs have this feeling that they could just invade our space because it's they think it's theirs and I don't, I don't like that one bit Zach and <laughs> let, let me give you another example so, so, sometimes at work uh, you you can call this exercise you can call this m- like mental health sometimes I just go for a walk uh, you actually this was a to get out of work rant on one of your epi- on one of the episodes before <clears throat> yes I've talked about walking I'm a big fan of walking. Um, sometimes on my walks, I'm walking around these streets and a bug will just fly into my face, sometimes into my hair. And now you're paranoid <laughs> about a bug being all over you and, and they just have no business doing that. And I don't understand how they think they have the right, how they think they have the privilege of being in my hair, but, but suddenly you're, you're paranoid about a bug being on you. And once a bug touches you, the, the rest of your day is ruined. Let me tell you, Zach... Earlier today, I went on a walk after after my lunch. I went to Cane's because I'm a fat piece of shit. Cane's is all all time though. I I'm a, too much of a fan of Cane's. Uh, Cane's, <laughs> please sponsor us. We'd love some uh, sponsorship. Cane's, yeah, yeah. Email notallbadshow at gmail.com. And we'll talk about offer. <laughs> you can expect us to call ourselves a fat piece of shit for eating there anytime you sponsor us. 
Um, <laughs> and I went, I went to Kane's, came back. I'm walking, probably hobbling to my uh, office because I'm I'm overweight very free, very suddenly from eating there. Uh, and and a bug lands in my hair. I'm slapping my face like a madman because you think there's a bug there and you don't even know what to do because there's a bug. And um. <laughs> Let me just say that just bugs feel so privileged to be all over you. I, I know I already talked about chiggers a previous episode. They're a lot of your a lot of your rants are bug centric. You're right about that. <laughs> and I, I, do, I don't like them. I, I mean, if you think about it. So let me tell you, Zach, I am frankly tell very me. disappointed in sci-fi because they will they will show you aliens and they'll be like, look at this alien. It's just like a human, but he's he's got horns. Look at that ugly alien. But if you just look at people who write sci-fi are so uncreative because if you just look at the bugs around us, we have some freakish creatures just living <laughs> among us and we're just pretending like that's okay. And and it's not <laughs> because they're just about us. They've got wings. They got like six <laughs> eyes. Sometimes they've got like six or eight legs. How how did how do who approved, who approved of this? That's not acceptable. I like to uh, whenever you you just said that like who like it looks like bugs are aliens or whatever you said. Mm-hmm. That's whatever you said. I'm choosing to interpret it in that way that you said bugs are aliens. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot, but not about bugs, but about horses. Who made horses like that? They got a, they got big noses. <laughs> they got four legs. They have a tail. Who was a horse anyway? Who who authorized this? <laughs> Somebody arrest that man. Well, I mean, I love horses. They're majestic and beautiful, magical creatures. But who? What's a horse? <laughs> somebody, somebody put that horse. Let in me tell you, Zach. Cuts. One time, I was working at camp. And for some reason, Pine Cove, it was the Pine Cove. Let me tell you, you've mentioned that in this is now, I believe, the third or fourth episode in which you've said that. Yeah. Shout out to Pine Cove. I worked there. Uh, Sponsor us, please. God, please. (laughs) I I don't know if Pine Cove wants to sponsor this podcast. No, probably not. Um, You're right. Oh, man. So at some point I took I was in charge of some kids. And we took them to the horses. And it was raining, so we couldn't actually ride the horses. So the alternate uh, activity, since we couldn't actually ride the horses, is the, the the horse hand, he pulled out a horse skull. And he just sh- is showing these kids this skull. He's letting them touch it. He's saying, look at this long-ass nose. And <laughs> let me tell you, first of all, it's pretty impressive. Horses got a cool skull. Of all the animals to die and let us look at their it's, remains, it's horses are pretty cool. But but it seems pretty morbid to show these kids a horse <laughs> skull and, and let them imagine that as they're about to potentially, hopefully, ride a horse once the rain subsides. That's just... That's a bit absurd to me. Let's, let's return to your original topic, which... <laughs> um, so, I, I need to... I actually need to... to uh, confide in you that i i am i'm actually quite afraid of bugs like i have a pretty it's not severe in the sense that i can't if i see a bug in my house i can't kill it but uh, so i i can but i i am very scared of bugs 
I hate mm. them, especially my home. But when I encounter an insect or a, uh, an arachnid mm. outside of my home in the wild, I'm actually okay with that. It's just very much – it feels like a violation of my personal space when I see one at home. And, like, even my work, like your work, they, it has – small bug issues i mean i don't don't have cockroaches across my desk like you do but i have seen bugs on my desk it doesn't bother me nearly as badly as it bothers you it bothers me a little bit but mostly everything in my home is like off limits that's extreme for me i i am actually quite afraid of of bugs um i feel like i started this statement with a question and i don't i I lost the question mark along the way and ended with a period but uh yeah i'm I'm afraid of bugs so i get where you're coming from zach let me let me take you on a little journey real quick oh please so i want you to imagine you own a home which i know is completely that's a fantasy at this point we're both millennials we have student debt and all those fun things um you own a home in the backyard, some some yellow jackets or wasps have, have laid some nests. There is a certain primal urge within us, especially as men, that when we see that there's a nest of insects, we have to exterminate it. And let me tell you, I have never felt more alive than when I have a can of wasp spray. And I have gone outside, strolling like I've, like I've got a big dick. And <laughs> you could cut that if you have to. Um, uh, uh, we'll see. And so I'm stro- strolling by, and I I look at these wasps, and I say, "Hey, I'm about to end y'all." And then you gotta fight these wasps. You spray their their nest. They come running after you. There's there's no time you feel more alive than we, when you're at war with the insect nest and so (laughs) go ahead i was just i'll have much more to say about that but like there's something uniquely primal about knowing there's an insect nest and knowing you have to end them and you're going to end their lineage by destroying their nest and their their i don't know do they use eggs who knows wasps aren't don't even deserve our research uh, and you just don't blame your lack of research on the species, Paul. You're just lazy. <laughs> and and we just gotta, you just gotta kill them. It's it's in your head. You know that you know it. Wasps and yellow jackets, all of them, they don't deserve the time of day. They don't deserve to live. You gotta kill them. And there's a certain primal urge okay. within you to confront okay. them. And kill them. And I've never felt more alive than when I've gone with a, a couple cans of wasp spray and just sprayed the shit out of them. Not only is that concerning, but I'm going to have to stop you there because we really are so tight on the time right now. You have spent so much time. <laughs> I mean, I have contributed to to it as well, but uh, we, I, I'm going to have to cut you off there. I, I want to, I, I'm going to have to cut you off there because I'm selfish and I have my own story regarding wasps that I would like to tell. Please, so I want to hear it. my fifth year at A&M because I took five years because I'm stupid. Just ask any of my coworkers. Whoop. I was living in a house with some good friends of mine and, uh, we found a wasp nest on the, uh, underside of our porch our front porch so what happened was we took some bug spray 
and I was in charge. I was the bravest, naturally, so I was in charge of spraying the hive, and we had a second member of the house responsible for operating the door. So what happened was he opened the door, and I leaned out of the house, and I just I just drenched the, the wasp hive in bug spray, and as soon as I were to duck back inside the house, he would slam the door behind me so that no other angry wasps could get in. This is one of my favorite moments with my roommates, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I, I performed this, uh, this daring feat of bravery. Ladies, get at me. And when I ducked back inside the house, he slammed the door, and we decided to wait for a few minutes while we watched the bugs writhe around in pain on the concrete and die because of the neurotoxin I sprayed at them. But while we were waiting, uh, we decided that after a few minutes, we should probably check and see if they're all dead yet. So we opened the blinds on the front window right by the wasp nest, and lo and behold, there was a wasp inside the house (laughs) in between the window and the blinds just sitting on the window. And as soon as we opened the blinds, because it had just watched through that window, every single family and friend it had ever known die by a horrible chemotoxin in front of its very eyes. It just flew out into the living room. And then we had to kill that as well because it dove behind the couch and we had to move all our furniture. And Paul, you're not laughing very much at my story, (laughs) but I'm going to assure you that if you were there in person, it was very funny. So that's all I have to say about bugs, except that I understand your fear (laughs) and I myself am quite afraid of insects and arachnids especially. Oh, yes. Zach, I I could go on about bugs for a long time, but I know I have too. I I will delegate any other further comments I have to a future rant. So <laughs> so you can you can carry this away with your next your your topic. Okay, well, uh, like I said, we're kind of running a short on time, and I did I had nothing to do to help that. So. Let's just move right into what I have to say this week. So um, I'm back again with another one of my characteristically specific and unimportant rants. Um, This actually used to weigh pretty heavily on my mind until uh, I became desensitized because I saw it so much. Uh, but it's it's really is a tragedy. And so uh, I've actually gotten myself quite riled up again today to talk about it. Um. Let's uh, let's picture ourselves in the year 2000, exactly 2000, in fact. Okay. So first of all, already I'm I'm gonna get on a tangent already, but how awesome is it that we were able to be alive for the turn of the century? Pretty because cool. so, so yeah right. Pretty cool. This is this is unrelated. I'm sorry. I need to get this out of my system. Whenever I read about a historical figure that was born in the 1800s and lived until the 1900s, I always think, what was that like? Imagine all the progress they saw. But then I remember, wait, like, wait, hang on, that's me. I, I lived that, but like way more. So, but anyway, it, it's just very cool that we were able to live through the turn of the century. But anyway, the year is 2000. It's the new millennium. It's a year of progress. The beginning of the future. You're taking me on a journey right now. I'm, I'm very intent I am. listening. Sit back and relax. It's like the planetarium here. 
what better way to welcome the next thousand years of progress than a masterful piece of artwork. Okay. This masterful piece of artwork from 2000, of course, I am talking about is the Texas license plate. (laughs) Before we get to that, before we get to the year 2000, however, let's discuss the current license plate. This is the one that Texans are stuck with now. It's a plain white background with a black sans serif font and a small star in the top left corner. This piece of shit came out in 2012. (laughs) It is easily the most boring license plate on the road today. California has already claimed the position of an extremely simple license plate. And anything after them is just derivative. It's just lame. (laughs) Even the California license plate has a a subtle splash of color and a little bit of heart with a red cursive California at the top. Texas doesn't even dare to include one color or one special design. This boring-ass license plate has a monochrome star. And that's it. That does not count. The star The star is not a special design. Any state in the 50 states of the United States of America could have a special star. That's true. Texas' star doesn't mean anything. It doesn't even... Anyway, sorry. Let's talk about the Texas plates from the year 2000. This thing was a thing of beauty. So for those of you who don't remember, I'm going to recap really quickly. This plate is the one where Texas was at the top center in red serif font. And across uh, the top of the license plate was the night sky and it had a space shuttle and it was flying by in the top left corner. The bottom uh, of the license plate showed a desert landscape. The oil rigs were on the right side. And then in the center of the bottom was a cowboy on a horse. I am currently looking it up on Google Images. I can confirm that's all very accurate. <laughs> I mean, God damn it, that doesn't just bring a tear to your eye. Mm-hmm. Not only did it have those beautiful artistic depictions, but the very center of the plate, between the two sets of numbers, was a little Texan flag in the shape of Texas. Now, the new license plate does have the shape of Texas, but it's all black. There's no red, white, or blue in that at all. It's just black. And finally, to top it all off, the license plate from the year 2000 had, quote, the Lone Star State printed across the bottom. Hmm. That's right, America. In case you couldn't read Texas five inches above, here's our state nickname right here, the Lone Star State. And also... A little picture of our state right in the middle. We got it all here. Hmm. This son of a bitch had personality. This plate screamed, hey, we're sure as hell are Texas. And we sure as hell shit have cowboys. But look in the sky, jackass. That's a space shuttle. You're welcome. (laughs) I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent here, but the duality of Texas has always been... Probably one of my favorite things about the state, the frontier <clears throat> mentality, the yee yee, the yee haw, the the independent spirit of being our own country. At some point, it contrasts so satisfyingly to me with the fact that Texas holds, it, Texas holds three, 
of the 10 largest states in the nation. The only con- the only state that holds as many in the nation is California and we're tied. Hmm. That's not to mention the technological and industrial contributions that Texas has made to the world. And by the way, if you ins- expand that list further and you look at the top 25 cities in America, Texas has 6. And no other state has that many. Texas has the most. That's honestly insane. Like, seriously. That's just a random fun fact to everybody. But Texas has six of the 25 most populous states in America. No other cities in America. No other state has as many. But anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, all this about good things about Texas being said. That's kind of a tangent. I just want to say I understand that the history and, and even the present, unfortunately, of Texas is filled with examples of of either halves of the good parts of Texas abusing problematic things. But in general, I, I find the contrast of Texas and, and their like cowboy side versus their technology side to just be extremely fascinating. But regardless of all that, back to the license plate, you can buy a plate currently that has a landscape similar to the one that we just discussed, except it's in color. It's not just black and white like the 2000 plate. But that landscape that you can buy today, first of all, you have to buy it, which is a sin. (laughs) But that landscape is missing all of the personality that made the 2000 license plate so special. There's no stars in the sky. There's no space shuttle. There's no cowboy or oil rigs. There's not even a, 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 they used to have a, I think it was a yucca plant on the bottom of the Texas license plate from 2000. Hmm. None of that's there. It's just a mountain range. Um, I mean, how many states in the country have a mountain range? Like, I would say like 25 out of the 50 at least. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 a tragedy. My research before this episode <laughs> took me into the history of the Texas license plate. As another fun fact, 1933, Texas released plates in maroon and white and burnt orange for A&M and UT respectively, which is awesome. That but is back awesome. then, license plates had no design at all. The only thing that could change was the overall color. But that in 1933 is still better than the lame ass white plates that we have now in 2019. Mm-hmm. We have stepped backwards an entire century. I looked at a lot of forums regarding this terrible design change, and unfortunately, they actually seemed pretty skewed towards the white plate, and I couldn't believe what I was reading. I, I, I don't understand what benefit the boring white plate has. I mean, a colorful plate, yes, it can be tacky, but even I prefer that to nothing at all, which is what we have now in 2019. If some people argued that the white plates matched paint jobs to their cars better, but hey, money bags, if your car is nice enough where a colorful piece of metal required by law (laughs) that's less than half a foot in surface area is going to ruin your entire look i think you can afford one of the dozens of plate color designs including white and black that the texas department of motor vehicles offers i'm going to end it there overall i just think it's a shame that we've traded in a year 
trade not just a years but years and years ever since 2000 the year 2000 we've traded in years of colorful personality for the dull uninspired shit that we have today it's not 1933 anymore we don't have to deal with plain forest green or whatever bullshit cast iron license plate they turn out why is ours so lame something needs to change and that's all I have to say about the Texas license plate. I have nothing to add. Perfect. Well, that's <laughs> that. Not only, I mean, that's kind of a shame, but at the same time, that's uh, kind of beneficial to what we're trying to do here because we don't have very much time to uh, to waffle around on. Oh, uh, for sure. Bullshit ideas. So, uh, if if you recall from the past several episodes, Paul and I requested that. You send in uh, a list of ideas that we can just kind of churn through. <clears throat> we can just kind of churn through as fast as possible, sort of like a lightning round for our drunk episode. So um, I'm actually going to list off. Uh, I'm going to go in order. I'm going to list off uh, a multitude of ideas. And Paul, feel free to chip in when you can, but trying to remember that we're trying to keep these as short as possible. Zach, I'm going to interrupt you really quick. I'm a piece of garbage, and I have to pee so bad right now. (laughs) I know you're not surprised, but um, I have been drinking. Clearly, this is the drunk episode, and I have to pee really bad right now. Okay, well, Paul is candidly back from uh, peeing, so... (laughs) Yeah, I... (laughs) I had to pee a lot. I've been clearly I've been drinking in order to do this podcast. <laughs> a couple of days ago at my job, someone at my office brought a bunch of uh, beer to put in the fridge and I drank some and um, I my boss was like, wow, it's a freaking Tuesday. You're you're already drinking on Tuesday. I had like a single beer. It's a Wednesday night, and honestly, if my boss knew what I was doing right now, uh, they would uh, he would question uh, <laughs> my validity <laughs> at this company. But it's okay. Um, y'all are here to hear this. Uh, I am here drinking. It's a uh, Wednesday night for us. This is great. We're drunk. It's a Wednesday night. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so typically now would be the point of the show where we – would like I said at the beginning, pull a random topic from a hat and rant on that for a while. But because that we knew a drunk episode was coming out for episode twenty three, we asked a lot of people to send in uh, rapid fire, uh, lightning round topics. So uh, today we won't be doing a random rant. But typically here we would we like I said be drawing a random rant from a hat. If you are interested in sending a random rant to the show. We would love to have yours on the show and we'll read it out loud. You can do so by emailing your random rant to notallbedshow at gmail.com and the subject line must be three words and three words only random rant idea. And you can actually put your idea uh, for the rant in the in the email body. But for now, like I said, <clears throat> we were expecting a, uh, a turnout of... Uh, rapid fire ideas. So first off is uh, Paul's friend Angel, 
who uh so again paul we're gonna try to go through these as fast as possible he okay. his first one is two-factor identification <laughs> who's gonna hack me i've got no i've got no money at all why don't you just why can't i just waste i don't want to waste as much time on two-factor just give me one factor I don't even have anything to say about that, but it's really funny to me for some reason. Okay, well, that's unfortunate because that's all the time we have for two-factor authentication. So you just kind of left me out, in you just kind of left me out there. So we'll move on to topic number two, submitted by his friend Angel. Electric cars. Electric cars. What's to do with that? No, actually, I am. I really hate electric cars because I think uh, like six or seven people at my office own Teslas. And every time we go anywhere, nobody shuts the fuck up about the Teslas they drive, and I am sick of it. I'm tired of hearing about electric cars. I have never driven a Tesla. I have sat in one at a uh, Tesla dealership, but I'm actually very much in favor of electric cars, specifically Teslas. I think they're very cool cars, and I—it's like my dream car to own, like the highest end Tesla possible. Did you think? Personally. Did you think about getting a Tesla? Like, is that the reason you sat in one? Is because you were trying to buy one for your new truck? Oh, absolutely not. I <laughs> when I sat in one, I was still in college, and absolutely, I was not anywhere near financially stable enough to buy a Tesla. But one day, maybe I'll own a Tesla, and personally, I'm pretty excited about that. See, my dad's uh, a, a petroleum engineer, so his entire paycheck is dependent on oil and gas. And as soon as I show up to the house with an electric car, I'm probably getting my ass beat. So I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested in a Tesla. <laughs> uh, so Angel's uh, third topic is cryptocurrency. Paul, what do you think about that? I feel like there's definitely a future there. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, shit Jim Kramer. <laughs> that is my safe answer. I don't know shit about it. But I uh I mean good old uh oh, fuck. <laughs> what does that main one called? Uh Bitcoin. Yeah, there Bitcoin you go. Bitcoin sounds pretty <laughs> important. Bitcoin sounds pretty cool. I don't know anything about it. I don't own any in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad that you said something because I don't have anything to say. I don't own Bitcoin. Um, uh, I wish I bought it in high school when it was like I oh, would have been a sure. millionaire by I, now. But Yeah, legitimately. But the time has passed, so. Um, I'm actually going to skip the next one, Angel, because this next topic that you added to your list was something that I personally had planned to rant about in the future. So I'm going to ignore that one and move to the next one, which is YouTube Kids app. <laughs> I feel like our friend friend of the show, Patrick, has ranted about the YouTube Kids thing uh, kind of before. I don't know much about YouTube Kids, but he did have his his little spiel about TikTok. Uh, Paul, if you know anything about YouTube, now would be a useful time to weigh in. What what I know about YouTube kids is it's intended as a thing where like it restricts like politically or sexually or 
inappropriately charged content from affecting kids. But what I do know is people who are trying to make a living on YouTube have made some very weird videos. They're considered kids videos <laughs> and they're, they're just weird as hell videos that are like animated and, or like 3d generated videos. They're supposed to be for kids and they're so weird. I know it. I, I've seen a few and they're so uncomfortable. I know what you're like, talking it's, about. It's so weird. And I know that you're laughing through it. This is actually no laughing matter, and it's it's in fact quite depressing. So let's move on to the next topic that Angel <laughs> presents: online streaming services. I'm assuming he's talking about like, is this Netflix and Hulu, or is this like a mixer and Twitch kind of thing? I'm assuming he's talking about the fact that there's Netflix and Hulu are like the main ones, but recently. Uh, a lot of new players have entered the game, like uh, Disney Plus. I'm going to shoot myself on the head. If you say Disney Plus again, I will off myself. Okay. There's also Apple uh, TV Plus, which was just announced at their recent press conference, which I watched because I'm uh, an Apple uh, fanboy. A follower. I, I, fanboy is a good word. I'm, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I just watch <laughs> Apple's press conferences. Uh, and there's also like... I don't know, like the the normal cha- like live TV channels like CBS and ABC have their own channels now. Uh, it's about to be a oh, what's what's a good word that's not explicit like cluster uh, cluster clown <laughs> cluster cluster shit. I think we know that uh, what you're getting at, so I'll accept that. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Okay. It's like it's basically replacing cable. It's like you paid a hundred dollars yeah. for cable. Now in total, you're gonna have to pay a hundred. Yeah, I remember a few years services. ago, you could have just Netflix. It was like, wow, I have like everything from every cable channel. I don't need cable, but now everyone has their own streaming service, and it's just replaced cable. Like, if you want everything from like HBO to Netflix to Hulu to Disney Plus to like ABC Plus, whatever the hell they call it, uh, you've got to pay as much as cable. So it's it's just. It's a disaster. Yeah, we've gone back to the point where it's like the benefit of the online streaming services is, is almost uh, void. You might as well get cable, which is really frustrating and really sad. But um, move, moving on, ignoring the hard <laughs> things to talk about as we usually do, e-celebrities, which I have, I have nothing. Angel, what does this even mean? I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> like Jake Paul, I guess? I mean... There's a lot of people on like Instagram who are celebrities specifically on the internet, like e boys and e girls. I mean, there's that e girl who sold her bath water. Yeah, I well, mean, I honestly, mean, that I respect her. I respect for her. Being exactly. Able to spell, sell that. I mean, maybe if this podcast gets big one day, maybe we can sell our own bath water. Uh, I really doubt that. Well, uh, Paul, I've been selling like- your bath water for years. <laughs> I feel like people would pay us to not send them our bath water. <laughs> okay um but like (laughs) uh man the internet is some bullshit that's all i have to say okay it's quarter of the century internet's some bullshit battle royale games i think they're just it's so overdone it's such an easy market to get into that uh it's everyone's taking advantage of it uh paul we gotta speed this up so if you have any quick thoughts let me know just move on to the next one. Movie <laughs> reboots. Uh, Angel, 
I gotta say, man, I'm about to blow up in your face, but I am so sick of seeing every dumb shit movie. Like, what is the benefit of remaking these movies? Just you, just rewatch the old ones. It's not any worse with the live action. Who cares? I really watch if the old I ones. Have to, if I have to watch another game. Spider-Man or Batman movie, <laughs> I will off myself, and that's all I have to say about it. It's just such an easy way to make money, and I disagree with. Oh you. yeah, okay. F- we're almost done here with angels. We have we have many more to go through. <laughs> Flat Earth theory. <laughs> that's not even worth a discussion because uh, I'm not a flat earther. I know Paul. Paul is a huge flat earther. I won't get him started, but Paul <laughs> believes in it wholeheartedly, and he won't he won't back down. But me, I don't care. I can't even argue with you because I'm too f- drunk. He's too into it. You heard it here first. So, okay, so his so the last the last topic by Angel taxes. Ben Franklin he he said they were inevitable. That's all I got. Uh, taxes sound great until you're the one who's paying them, and then you become a libertarian very quickly. Very, That's what I have to say. <laughs> very woke. Okay, so we're moving on to Evan. We're moving on to Evan, who apparently is the identity of DiGiorno Boy, our first review. It is. That's ever. accurate, yeah. So thank you, DiGiorno Boy. Um, he said he's watching <laughs> a lot of episodes. I'm trying to hurry up because we're running out of time. Uh the podcast has cured his urge to kill. That is a direct quote. So that's good. Um, he's still killing animals, which, okay. Okay, DiGiorno boy. Okay, Evan. Uh, I'm going to ignore the rest of this paragraph that's presumably about killing and get into his, his suggested lightning round topics. Restaurants that sing happy birthday to you. Absolute trash. I don't like it when you go and your friends think it's funny to say that it's your birthday and they just fuck you in the process. Yeah, I can't stand whether it's my birthday or not. If you tell the wait staff that's my birthday and suddenly they have to go through this whole process of some restaurant protocol to, to sing me happy birthday or give me some weird dessert, I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of that at all. I agree. His second topic, restaurants. Uh, sorry, that was the first one. The second topic is the third iteration of Batman in our lifetime, aka Robert Pattinson. I wasn't aware this was a situation, so I will defer to our resident movie expert, Paul. Yeah, so we've had, in my lifetime, we've had. Christian Bale, he was a great Batman. I really enjoyed Batman Begins, uh, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. But <clears throat> then we had, oh boy, we had uh, the guy who was in Gone Girl. I can't even remember his name. Uh, I can't help you. You're, you're asking. You're throwing a lifeline, and I can't help you. <laughs> Perfect. And now suddenly we have Robert Pattinson. I'm optimistic he'll be good at Batman. But there's part of me that's like, why do we need Batman again? We've had so many freaking Batmans. I'm tired of Batman, even though I like Batman. That's all I have to say. 
Um, so me too. So Harry Potter, uh, for me, the storyline always transitioned. It slowly made the transition from adventure series to drama. And I feel like the, ep- the third book and movie prisoner of Azkaban was the perfect balance between adventure and drama. That's my all time favorite. Paul, your thoughts. I agree. Okay. A weak ass answer from Paul. <laughs> The four, the fourth one is furries, which I, I know that we have a lot of furry Ooh. listeners, listeners, and I'm not willing to comment <laughs> on. So I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> we, if we have a lot of furry listeners, that will depress me. But at the same time, I mean, let's appeal to them. I mean, there's some pretty sexy ass animals out there, and. And good for them for being sexy animals. That's all I have to say. Paul, you realize that's on the record, right? You really just said there's some sexy, quote, there's some sexy ass animals out there. I gotta say, what the f*** is wrong with you? So, no, if it's the first. Next topic. Google's new game streaming service. I didn't know this was a thing. So I'm gonna skip this one. The next one. I, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll comment on it. It's called Stadia. It's just streaming. It's weird because no one has good enough internet to stream Stadia. Um, it's weird that they're offering that. That's all I have to say. I feel like I'm. Jesus Christ! I fucking had way too much to drink. Holy shit! This episode's gone too long. Ronald Reagan is the next one. It seems a little politically charged. So the next one is human resources, and he said in parentheses, the job. Like anyone else would think that human resources would mean something other than the job. (laughs) Me, I have no opinions. My boss is my human resources, so I, I don't even know what to say. Paul's boss is also my human resources, which doesn't make any sense. The next topic is the Fast and the Furious franchise. A lot of Fs, but the movies, I gotta say, a lot of As, is in A pluses. Great job, Vin Diesel and the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Paul, any thoughts? I've heard they're good. I'm embarrassed to say I've. I don't think I've even. I watched one Fast and Furious movie while uh, I got. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I got sick. I got. Um, I feel like sick is a good word. The next. <laughs> the next. The next topic. <laughs> Amazon and Jeff Bezos. I. Uh, had something woke to say in the meantime, and I forgot it trying to make fun of Paul for not knowing how to say sick. Amazon, Amazon, remind. This is what I was gonna say. Amazon reminds me of the the company big and by and large from Wally, which owns everything, and I don't like that, and it scares me. Back to Paul. If if uh, if Jeff Bezos didn't decide to cheat on his wife, he'd probably be a trillionaire. True. Okay, next topic. Harvey uh kite <laughs> kite it's Harvey Harvey Kite sells resurgent as a stereotypical angry old man after pulp fiction. I don't know who that is or what that means. So here we go, Paul, to save the day. I 
I'm not going to save the day on this one. I don't know what that means. Movies. Next topic. Movie studios now. New. Universe building plans. Parentheses Marvel. DC. Monsters. Etc. I don't know what monsters means. And I don't care about the other three. Paul, any thoughts? <laughs> I... It's cool that we have these movies that all connect to each other. It's unfortunate that, like, I feel like it's sucking the creativity of the room that Disney is just focusing all on these Marvel movies that make a bunch of money, which is cool, but I wish there would be other projects in place. True. The next topic is extremely, I cannot stress enough, so inappropriate that me, Zach Andrews, is completely wasted and I will refuse to read it. I gotta say, DiGiorno boy, this is abhorrent. You ought to know that we will never talk what? about this in the show. I am what? literally... Paul, I know that we said before we started recording that it would be funny to say topics on the show that were not appropriate and we would put them on the blooper reel. This is so bad that I will never read it. Next topic. Thanks, and I'm always watching. I'm sorry. Presumably... Evan, what does this mean? Paul has no answer. Next topic, DiGiorno Boy. DiGiorno Boy, you were the first review on our site, on our (laughs) iTunes, and we gave you a lot of attention then. That's all you deserve. This is, this next email for Lightning Round is by Garrett. He has his Perfect. first idea is college. For me, it was a waste of time and I learned nothing, but my degree got me a job where they teach me everything that I should learn in college. Paul. I uh, I studied industrial distribution, which sounds like a made-up degree, and then I got a job in video production, which is completely unrelated. So Next. College is pretty fun. It is fun. <laughs> Next, movie theaters, which, Garrett, you obviously haven't listened to all our episodes because we said so much about movie theaters. Next, all of the streaming services. Obviously, you're not in league with Angel because Angel had so much to say about the streaming services. (laughs) Okay, the next thing, having to work for a living. I say straight trash. Capitalism is a scam. Paul, any thoughts? Yeah. It's bullshit. Moving on. Okay, moving on to Garrett's last topic, not being born rich. Garrett, I'm adopted. I can't weigh in. Paul, thoughts? <laughs> my, my parents were not born rich, uh, but I was also the last child, so my parents were poor as hell before I was born, uh, and now they're like, okay. So I'm like born like middle class. Congrats, That's Paul. All. That brings <laughs> us to our final Lightning round submission of the day brought to us by no other than Jay Fitz. <laughs> now, I gotta say, from from right off the bat, it's pretty obvious that Jay Fitz did not write this email himself, especially considering that it is from, and this is a quote, cock gobbler at 420 plate. Cock Cobbler, 420 Blaze 69, 
at AOL.com. <laughs> Jay, the obviously not real Jay, says, I've taken this moment of respite to inform you of my day-to-day topics that I have thought of during my time as a cock gobbler. <laughs> Please see below my list of questions. First off, is there an objective reality? I think no, we're living in the matrix. Paul, your thoughts. I I can't answer that question. Please move on. Okay, the next question is, is morality a social construct? I actually think I've debated for long a long amount of time is morality learned or innate. I think it's a social construct. Paul, any thoughts? <laughs> I I think we learn morality from those around us and I don't I don't know. Okay, the next question. The idiosyncrasies of life. My positive rant is over exactly this, I think. But we've run out of time, so I will do it on episode 24. Paul, any thoughts? <laughs> I don't know what the fucking idiocrisincrasies is. Yeah, no, you got it in one try. It's like a little special thing about people. Like when somebody, um, when they twitch when they talk or something, or the way they say something, it's like an idiosyncrasy, like a little small thing. That's the definition of idiosyncrasy. Uh, this one is interesting. The one act that has caused the most human suffering for me, I think is Gaius Marius under the leadership of the Roman Republic prescribing the ability of Roman soldiers who are poor to apply for the Roman army who inevitably led to the downfall of the Republic and led to the establishment of the Roman Empire because of their loyalty towards generals like Julius Caesar instead of the Senate. <laughs> Zach, I'm not I'm not um sober enough to comment on this at all. Okay, well that would that brings us to the fifth comment that Paul refuses to make because like he, he said here. He's a coward. The next topic brought to us by the fake Jay Fitz. Does free will exist or is everything predetermined? I'm not a Quaker and I'm not a Puritan, so I think free will exists. I uh, I think free will exists. I think we have a choice in what we do and say. <laughs> And I hope what I say right now doesn't haunt me. <laughs> End of statement. Does life have a reason? That's the next question. To me, I say no because I have no purpose. Nope, no reason. Is peace the only way to stop war? Sounds like a stupid question considering that a lot of wars have been won by the opposite of peace. Next question. Did the <laughs> ends justify the means? Okay, R- Rene Descartes. Who are you to ask us what the ends justify? Next question. Is the true is true beauty objective or subjective? It's subjective. Paul, what do you think? It's pretty dang subjective. Paul says pretty damn suggestive. 
Does our belief make God exist? Uncomfortable question. I say, yes. I can barely read the words on my computer screen. I believe in God. Next question. Do we do we control technology or is technology controlling us? I'm addicted to my phone, so the latter for me. Yeah, I'm I'm very addicted to my phone. Uh very evidenced by the fact that I was a what was responding all day to texts from Jay Fitzgerald, who was uh, submitting that question. So that that's pretty evidence that I am addicted to my phone. Okay, we only have two more. God, please help me. Is time a human construct? Yes, Paul. I mean, there's scientific uh, measurements of time because depending on where you are in the universe and gravity's pull, uh, time affects you differently. Uh, but in our day-to-day time is absolutely a human construct yes the next the next and the last question is extremely inappropriate so i'll only say it to you paul so you can laugh and i will not include it in the show he's jay fitz at the conclusion of this message says thank you for taking the time to read my suggestions my name is jay fitz and i love (laughs) Yours forever and always, Jay Fitz, which makes me feel like he didn't send this email. And he ends the email saying, P.S. I've always been jealous of UT, and I wish I could have gone there. Seems like a big lie to me. Guys, I gotta say, this episode has to end immediately. So I'm going to just go ahead and give the outro. You can like us on SoundCloud, subscribe us, and leave a review on iTunes. We're also on Google Play and Spotify. You can find us on Twitter at NotAllBadShow. And we would love to hear from you there. You can reach out to us at NotAllBadShow at gmail.com. We really ask that you request that your friends listen to this show. Just not this episode. (laughs) Anything to add, Paul? Can we please move on? That was an incomplete sentence, but I'll take it as a cry for help. (laughs) I've been Zach Andrews. This is... Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. <laughs>